This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us for coffee today are Alice Hisamoto, the Ilaku Chalak Project Director at the Alaska Native Heritage Center, and Emily Brockman, the Youth Programs Manager at the Alaska Humanities Forum. Here to speak with them is KYUK's Sunny Bean. Good morning to you all. Good morning, Alice. Good morning, Emily. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Um, so could you give a quick, quick description of the project you've been working on? Sure. So uh, this is Alice, and I am representing the Alaska Native Heritage Center. Uh, Emily and I are delighted to be working on this together. The Humanities Forum is our main partner in this grant. It's an Alaska Native Education Program grant funded by the Department of Education. And we are so excited to offer these uh, cultural immersion programs to youth, indigenous youth statewide. This grant has four main tiers, four main components. Uh, three out of the four are focused on providing statewide services to cultural and education-based services to indigenous youth. And the tier four, the other component, focuses on develop, uh, offering professional development, uh, indigenous cultural awareness, uh, three credit courses through a partnership with the Alaska Pacific University. And this is open to statewide to kindergarten through um, 12th grade uh, level certified teachers and certified staff in school districts. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Emily Brockman to talk more about the youth program side and introduce herself. I, I'll just mention I'm from Fairbanks and I'm so happy that we have this opportunity to share with Bethel and, you know, statewide about these opportunities for youth. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Great. And I'll, I'll jump in and just cover some of our youth stuff. Um, but hello. My name is Mazala Wilok. Um, I'm from Bristol Bay. And Ilaku Jarak means being together in Yuchtun, um, Yupik, the language of the Yupik people of, of Southwest Alaska. And um, it, it means being together. And it, it's because it's for Alaska Native youth who are from all across the state. And the real focus is to build confidence in their cultural identities while also forming, you know, community with other Alaska Native youth from across the state. So really being able to take advantage of, of that diversity and, and across uh, regional networking. But really we want our, under, our students to understand, you know, who they are and their identity to be a source of strength so that it will help them navigate high school, you know, after high school and find success you know, and post-secondary opportunities um, and beyond. But um, our Tier 1 is our statewide program, so that's for any Alaska Native youth, um, ages 13, 13 through 17. Um, we do two one-week-long urban and rural trips, one at the end of their school year and one um, at the beginning of their school year. So it's, it's one full year, um, and we continue to meet with them virtually throughout the year. So travel and internet are provided. Uh, tier two is our partnership with Management High School, where we do similar work. We come, you know, on site and do uh, identity development, cultural activities with um, local culture bears, and reflecting on, you know, how that learning comes out in their daily lives. And then tier three is our um, our most flexible uh, virtual and in-person workshops, where we kind of offer anywhere between uh, a one to two-hour session programming for educators and students and to two-day kind of more intensive programming. But similarly, we um, work with local culture bears on positive identity development, um, you know, navigating culture shock 
and um, thinking through, you know, cross-cultural connections and self, self-understanding. So, yeah, it's excellent programming. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and so how did you go about deciding what were the best ways to bring people together across the state? Yeah, I think, you know, there are a lot of really smart people who came together to brainstorm um, this. And I think one one really important component was uh, allowing students to travel and experience, you know, other places. Um, just the act of getting on a plane, you know, some of our students had never flown on a plane. Some of our students had never, you know, been to a beach. And um, a lot of our... Um, and a lot of our uh, corporations, you know, we have culture camps, but unless you're a part of that tribe or that regional, um, or you're connected regionally, like you don't get to experience other culture camps. So um, we really wanted students to be exposed to the rich diversity of the the tribe the tribes across the state, um, because when you have a, a strong understanding of yourself, um, you can also open up and and appreciate the differences of others and also see, you know, the similarities and differences between you and, and someone else. Mm-hmm. And how long has the project been going on for? We are a year and a half in, so it's a three-year grant, so we're just, just about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and are there any parts of the project that you've been most excited to see? I think, so may I uh, jump in here just for a minute? Oh. I wanted yes, yes, to uh, just... Sorry, backing up. So one of the main goals, uh, you were asking about, you know, how did we decide how to uh, roll out the program and uh, who to in- include. So it is state inclusive for this Tier 1, the, the uh, year-long cohort programs. One of the main goals was to establish cross-cultural and cross-regional networks because, as Emily was mentioning, a lot of these youth, young Indigenous youth in our communities have not had an opportunity to travel. Um and if so, maybe not very broadly. And so it gives them that opportunity to connect across regions and learn from one another about their cultural affiliations, their tribal similarities and differences, and really network with that, you know, the Yuktun, the connect with one another and build build their networks and develop themselves as, uh, you know, strength-based with their culture and tribal affiliations, looking at how that can strengthen their uh, their identity and their choices, their life choices moving forward beyond during high school and beyond. Back to you, Emily. Um, yeah. Sorry, could you repeat the, the question? Yep. So I was just asking, um, what are some parts of the project that have come about so far that um, have been particularly exciting for you? Oh, my gosh. Just the student joy. I think, <laughs> like, like, I, like, I, like I mentioned, there are just these wonderful moments of, like, excitement, whether it's um, a student who is able to sit down and, like, be with an elder or, you know, like I said the first time, they've been able to go to the beach and they get to go tide pooling. Um, and I think, too, uh, just right now I'm, I'm on the ground here and so doing programming with students, and um, one of the students who is in our current cohort, you know, we got a chance to see her, and it's just her excitement and seeing us was really wonderful um just to know that the programming you know has impact and we're able to build these really positive relationships with students is, is really what stands out most to me awesome and so why do you think it's so important to connect the different cultures across alaska i think you know there's so 
first of all, I kind of, I kind of referenced the rich diversity, but also, you know, students, um, I think there's a lot of, of awareness of being able to, you know, about being Native, like, happening in media, but students, um, you know, are able to build, you know, as I said, if they understand themselves, um, they're able to better appreciate appreciate difference. So um, when they're put in situations as Native youth and as Native people where, you know, other, other entities, whether they go out of state, are challenging, you know, like, oh, you know, who are you, what are you, and um, kids will be able to draw on um, their culture as a source of strength. And by having exposure to other Native tribes, um, they'll able to you know, better appreciate and value those differences. Mm-hmm. Yes, and may I add, uh, one of the mm-hmm. overall overlying uh, project goals is to develop Alaska Native youth as leaders who honor and steward the many different forms of Alaska Native cultures. Um, as you know, we have so many different tribes, and a lot of times those youth don't have a chance to connect or learn about one another's uh, cultural background, you know, environmental differences. Um, as Emily was mentioning, some of them haven't had a chance to see the coast, or some of them grow up in a, you know an area where there's not many trees or no trees, right? Like in Bethel, I've traveled, had the opportunity to travel around, and it really expands their horizons and gives them a chance to share what they're proud of about their community and uh, and also learn from the other youth that they they actually connect with for a whole year. Uh, and what I'm really excited about is the impact it has uh, on these students because uh, one of the goals also is, uh, well, from the research, it shows that cultural support, you know, when we come from a holistic framework, by offering these cultural supports through culture camps and travel opportunities, opportunities to connect cross-regionally and cross-culturally, uh, for Alaska Native youth, that's an important element to their holistic, it's a holistic approach towards education, and uh, it benefits the youth tremendously. It also benefits their families, would like to uh, put out there because it allows them to uh, uh, give the, the youth an opportunity to travel and they also get laptops and other goodies, backpacks and educational you know, supports that would really benefit the students learning and, uh, and hopefully have a positive, a more positive experience with the education system because we know historically it hasn't uh, been very positive if we look back even you know, 30, 50 years. So we're doing all we can to uh, uh, look at that vision for Alaska Native Heritage Center, which is really about uh, creating a thriving Alaska Native community that is connect well connected and uh, diverse and economically doing well. So it starts with the youth and looking towards the future generations. Um, mm-hmm. So we're very happy about being able to offer this to them. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Um, and you just mentioned um, they get a laptop, they get to travel, um, and I know this is funded by a grant. Is all of that free? Uh, Brockman? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's all it's all covered by under the grant. Okay, awesome. Um, and so there is this whole component where um, the youth continue to connect during the year. Um, what does that look like, and why is that important for you? Yeah, so this students, um, we meet virtually um, at, at least a few times a month, and we continue to do some of the same 
work that we did in the sessions, but just online. So this includes things like personal reflections. Um, a lot of the times we will invite culture bearers to come on or elders to do storytelling or we'll send students out um, packages for, you know, bracelet making. And it's just to continue to make sure that, you know, because the students are located all over the state, that they get that intentional time to continue to connect so that they have, you know, they're, they're maintaining those friendships and they're maintaining, you know, that familiarity with each other um, and with the staff as well. All right. And so what's one big, like, rural city divide you find that changes once the students come together? Uh, I think one thing that, you said the rural-urban divide? Yeah. Yeah, so one thing that I thought was really magical, um, so we try to balance um, our applicants between about half rural and half urban. And one thing uh, that was really beautiful, we had uh, one of our immersions in Bethel, actually, with Iacquin, um, and students from urban areas didn't know that someone else could, like, their first language could not be English, because we had a couple of students whose their first language was Yupik, and they later on learned English. And um, vice versa, you know, we took kids um, bowling once, and, you know, some kids from rural areas, like, had never picked up a bowling ball, and our other our urban kids were like, oh, yeah, no, like, we go bowling all the time. But those examples, I think, um, really allow kids to wrestle with what it means to be Native and share about, you know, what makes them them. And when they're able to do that, um, it's not building, it's not only building their confidence, but it, it's creating, it's creating a foundational um, stepping stone for them to know who they are and when you know who you are and you're grounded in your culture and in your values um, you know that follows you into adulthood for, for really positive things so whether you're stepping into a professional space or an academic space um, you, you, you feel good about yourself and you're able to, to perform well and be successful and, and better serve your community mm-hmm. yeah and are there tools or like activities that you do that sort of help students with that self-development and like identity oh yeah so we do we do everything from um, check so we check ins about you know food or about the favorite part of your week um we do journaling activities um anytime we're in a space uh or traveling to um, a new area we always work with and, and try to prioritize local culture bearers and elders so we invite locals into the space so that they can learn from them as well and learn about the place that they're in. Um, so we just do we do a variety of things. Um, we try to mix it up so that students are moving and that they have quiet moments um, and also respect the way that students process information. So sometimes we have a lot of big group discussions and other times, you know, for our students who are more introverted, we do um, think pair shares or, again, we'll, we'll do individual uh, journaling. So we do a range of activities. And may I mention that we also, one of the gifts we provide for the students is something called a culture box. And this is something the Native Heritage Center has been doing for quite a few years for different uh, organizations, but especially for the year-long cohort program. We, Alaska Native Heritage Center puts together a culture box that's filled with cultural items uh, from different parts of the state uh, put together by masterful cultural artists uh, and elders. So we are currently putting together 
and, and what we're doing is cultural activity kits. So the students actually learn how to, for instance, make a deer skin uh, uh, beaded bracelet or a medicine pouch bag. Currently in the culture box number three, we have an elder, Marge Nakak, working on putting together uh, a sea otter uh, headband. And then we'll put together a how-to guide and the youth programs. Uh, part of the team will create uh, virtual uh, opportunities and or possibly in-person workshops with students where they can be guided through the process of how to make the item because all the students in the cohort programs will receive, um, altogether they receive three different culture boxes full of goodies. And it's, it's just, again, to show value and respect towards their cultures and to represent different cultures statewide because we want everyone to feel valued and respected and to fulfill, fulfill the vision and mission of the Heritage Center. Wow. And to benefit the students, of course. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a wonderful opportunity and really awesome project. Um, thank you so much for joining me, Alice and Emily. And thank you. Oh, thank you very much for having us. That's KYUK's Sunny Bean speaking with Alice Hisamoto, the Ilaku Chalak Project Director at the Alaska Native Heritage Center, and Emily Brockman, the Youth Programs Manager at the Alaska Humanities Forum. This is Coffee at KYUK.